1: Here we are again, Bread and Circuses podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow.
0: You don't know me.
1: Some days I wonder if I do. <laughs> All right. So, before we get into too much of this other stuff, I, I got to let everybody know, too. Just, just so you know, sometimes we talk about things that may not necessarily seem right on time. It's because we, we do this podcast, you know, once or sometimes twice a week. So sometimes we're a little off. We're going to talk about the Kavanaugh hearing, which happened today. But before that, uh, there's this guy. We both follow Larry Korea, the author on Facebook. And there's a guy that he's a friend of his that he's posted some stuff from before named Coop Lopresto. Uh, that's a good name. <laughs> I don't know if that's his name or not. I like it. He's a former Marine, but uh, he, has, he put some stuff on here from a, a Twitter guy, Mike Drop Pence. <laughs> that's pretty fun. I don't know. And he puts so much of it on here. I don't know if he's like a fan or if he is Mike Trump. Heads, but anyway, so he will take these Trump speeches, which are long and rambling, like his one at the U.N., and sum them up one line per paragraph. So he did the Trump U.N. speech from the other day. And these things. Kind
0: now, of- that's the one where, where he was talking about how great a president was, and they laughed.
1: Yeah. So basically, each one of these sentences is a is – a, uh, <sighs> I just it's a it's an entire paragraph from okay. the speech.
0: So there, he's condensing each paragraph down to what it means in one sentence.
1: Yes, right. and it's hilarious. So here we go. It's a little long, but it's funny. <laughs> and I won't do the numbers. So each sentence. Listen up, bitches. I pretty much covered all this shit last year, but I guess it bears repeating. Check it out. I've been on a roll. My administration is better than all the other presidential administrations the U.S. has ever had. I've had the last two. I've made these last two years my bitch. Why is everybody laughing at me? Not to brag or anything, but I basically saved the entire economy. Even minorities have jobs now. <laughs> Taxation is theft and we're building a wall. You thought your military was fucking hardcore? Shit. Wait till you see what we have. Wait till you see them now that we're actually paying them. Thanks to me. America, fuck yeah. America of <laughs> America first. Globalism is shit cultures are distinct so act your culture America likes to declare likes to declare independence (laughs) we're gonna declare independence from the rest of you globalists sons of bitches (laughs) do you boo let us do us so I got back from a world tour and everybody who matters likes me (laughs) I even got the norks to chill the fuck out no shit there I was staring rocket man in the face it's all right though I smoothed it out dudes getting rid of nukes and giving us back our dead bodies we've been wanting back not too shabby little kim don't fuck this up (laughs) everybody who helped out with that is cool in my book that's pretty much the greatest peace talk ever talked just saying (laughs) shout out to real korea japan and china (laughs) (laughs) oh and i'm fixing the middle east too I put most of the countries there to to work fucking over Iran and ISIS. They're spending money to help with Syria and Yemen, too. Hear that, Iran? We can outspend your fucking Obama money. <laughs> 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 but I don't really want to get involved, except when I do. Except when I do, so I've been delegating to less fucked up sand countries. <laughs> I fucking killed ISIS. <laughs> Syria is a damn shit show, but so help me. I can I see one more chemical weapon attack. Uh, glad to see Jordan is taking in refugees from Syria. Better you than me, Abdullah. <laughs> but seriously, it's a lot better than flying them all the way over here. Right, Europe? <laughs> Iran's got, is Iran trying to get away with invol, invol, uh, with its involvement. You thought, fuck you, Iran. I know you've been, I know what you've been up to, you garbage ass regime. All you do is ruin everything except for, except for everyone else. You miserable sons of bitches. Seriously, even your own citizens are, are sick of your shit, Iran. Where, where'd all that Obama money go? Hey, Iran? Terrorism? Yeah, I'm sure your people are just thrilled at that. Zero out of ten all around, Iran. The Iran deal was shit and everybody knows it. We're basically funding their military dictatorship, nuclear weapons program, and terrorism. Thanks, Obama. But then I came to town <laughs> and let Iran know who's boss. Deals off, bitches. Like, seriously, who the fuck thought letting Iran have nukes was a good idea? Everybody point and laugh at Iran's government. Their people are cool, though. Hashtag Iran protests. Jerusalem? More like Jerusalem, am I right? <laughs> I, I don't know if I've pronounced that right. Oh, yeah, like Jerusalem. Let's clear up some shit about the Israel conflict, all right? Israel has the right to exist. Fuck what you used to do. We're being pragmatic here. You ain't going to take advantage of the u s anymore. You freeloaders. I'm sick of all this made in China crap. We buy all their shit and they don't buy our stuff and all it <laughs> They do all that skeezy, nerdy accountant stuff to take advantage of us. No more, I say. So I made some deals with Mexico and real Korea. <laughs> 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 Expect huge discounts on tacos and Samsung phones. <laughs> the WTO is a fucking joke. China took all our manufacturing jobs. That shit ends now, China. Would you like some tariffs with your rice? America first. The UN Rights Council <laughs> is a fucking joke, too. Y'all wouldn't listen to Nikki Haley when she told you that. So, deuces. We out. <laughs> uh same with your international criminal court. It's all bullshit. You have no here power. You have no power here, Gandalf. Um, ICC. Uh, everyone should leave the EU. Run your own damn countries. America's killing the energy industry, uh, killing it in the energy industry. We have so much energy to sell. Those other oil producing countries will rip you off, and that makes me angry. Seriously, it's a scam. They're like Comcast of countries. Stop falling for it. Poland is way smarter than Germany. Men of the West, protect yourselves from foreign influence. The Monroe Doctrine is back and better than ever. Uh, how about those Mexican immigrants? They're being trafficked. Lame. It's all street gangs and cartels. Getting rid of them and building a wall—all uh, are the only thing are the only ways to fix it. Your country, your immigration rules. Our country, our immigration rules. Fuck that global citizenry malarkey. Make your countries great again. Socialism doesn't work venezuela used to be great but then along came socialism now it sucks socialism and communism have never worked will never work and they only ever result in tragedy it's the goddamned worst we're making venezuela great again by hitting maduro and his entourage in their pocketbooks uh we were able to identify their pocketbooks because they're the only ones in the country who have them <laughs> The U.N. tries, we'll give you that, but the U.S. is still uh, better at charity. Seriously, we give and give, and nobody ever returns a favor. So we're going to be a lot more stingy with our wallets until the entire world stops taking us for a ride. So we're only going to give money to the cool kids, and we're not going to protect you guys either. Time to buy your own militaries. The U.N. could be cool if it just changed everything about it. (laughs) And we're only going to pay for the stuff we like now, too. Start pulling your own weight, you damn freeloaders. The U.N. is a good concept. Ter- uh, good in concept terrible in execution every country has something to in contribute india's doing great saudi arabia is shaving up israel's still there bitch poland's had enough of your shit eu uh all cool things if i do say so myself distinct borders and cultures make the world a better place uh things just work out better with cultural hom- homogeneity america's gotta um, america's gotta america
0: it's homogeny isn't it uh There's homogeneity no oh yeah yeah okay
1: America's gotta America. America, fuck yeah! Love your country like America's love Amer- Americans love America. Patriotism. It's what for dinner? It's what's for dinner? Shh! Don't fight it. Just let it happen. <laughs> in order to make it work, you uh, you need a border and sovereignty. You'll do better. The world will do better. Everybody wins. Motherfucking freedom. <laughs> well, time to hit the old dusty trail. You've been a great crowd. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a lot. Of, that's a lot packed in.
1: Yeah, Coop Presto is his name. He's hilarious. Hmm. Yeah, I like it. Funny guy. Yeah. So, I, uh, so
0: I mean, obviously, he's he's putting his own kind of subtext in. Obviously, what's what's being said by Trump.
1: No, I think he's uh, that's that's verbatim. Uh, he's just
0: <laughs> nice. I was brought to you by New Belgium Tartastic Lemon Ginger Ale. Yeah, it's sour. And it's oh not very God, good.
1: it doesn't smell good over here well, either. Well,
0: that was that was Arby's.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you had a great visit to Arby's in the way Yeah, there, that right? was
0: Arby's made by uh, um, careful. It was, it was a full woman-run operation, and uh, and uh, no patriarchy involved, unless all the money is going to the men, which is probably what's happening. Um, so they're slaving away, you know, talking about who you know who's sleeping with who. Um, screaming at each other, um, trying to pick up stuff with their dragon lady fingernails, but having a hard time at it, you know, because of uh, the patriarchy. And uh, you know, because why would they have those long dragon lady, bright neon blue fingernails? Kill their prey, except for <laughs> except for the patriarchy, or to kill your prey. Yeah. Rar! So, so I waited about ten, maybe twelve minutes. For I uh, ordered a sandwich and uh, mozzarella, four mozzarella sticks four count them and uh my sandwich was done almost right away uh in spite of the nails and then the other one with the dragon lady nails was at the fryer kind of like picking through the the theatres <laughs> i don't know if that's the right word but the nubbins <laughs> the the shitty fries yeah and uh so there were a bunch of mozzarella sticks on the on the uh the old pan fryer which i think they were they were they had an order at the drive-thru they were trying to, to get together. So they didn't have mine ready. So my sandwich was sitting there for about 10 minutes while they were cooking up the new mozzarella sticks. And she she pulled the little fryer thing out and she dropped like half of the shit on the floor because of her dragon-lady meal. She couldn't maneuver the thing to tip it right, to tip it into the tray. So half of it ended up on the, on the floor. So they had to start fucking over again. So needless to say, I threw it all away and I didn't eat it. I'm just kidding. I, I ate it.
1: Yeah, because I could smell it when you burped. Mm-hmm. It was awful. All right, so <clears throat> we got to talk Kavanaugh. Yes, we do. Because it was a fucking shit show today.
0: Yeah, it started out, I, was, I could only listen to most of it. I, had, I could only listen on the radio and then um, with the commercial interruptions. And then uh, later on in the evening towards the end, I was able to watch some of it live. And that was with uh, Cory Booker, who I cannot fucking stand, that smug fucking piece of shit. And Kamala Harris, another fucking smug piece of shit that I can't stand. Is it because I'm
1: racist? Yes, it is. Must
0: be. So
1: They are caring, heartfelt individuals Yeah. that are just watching out for women's rights and children.
0: And, and m- people of color. And mafeelans. People of color. Okay. You Another one that I can't stand is that Hawaiian. Um,
1: oh, it's because Sanders. she's part Japanese. Yeah. You hate the Japanese now too.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's okay because I am intersectional. So.
1: Yes, but you're not part Japanese.
0: No, but being intersectional means I can speak on that though.
1: You're preaching the hate.
0: Um, yeah, it was sickening. Uh, I listened to Ford uh, the his accusers' testimony, and I was immediately irritated. By the fact that they, Republicans, kind of seeded that they weren't going to be able to directly ask her questions, that they were going to have a, a criminal um, sexual assault prosecutor do the questioning. And that bothered me right off the bat. It's that seeding that, oh, well, wanted, we don't want to look like bullies.
1: You wanted them to bully her? Yes. Is what you're saying? I did.
0: I wanted them to do what they're supposed to do, man up and act like they're supposed to act. Oh, not not person up? Ooh, you're trying to get to me. I'm glad I had two beers. Um, so I was ir- immediately irritated by that that they that they kind of ha- had to do that kind of cucking out. So this uh, attorney starts questioning her, and right off the bat, I thought it started out bad because I don't know exactly when she said this, but it's, this was early on where she said, "Well, I hear the what was it? it wasn't terror in your voice. I hear the um." Trepidation or something like that, something along those lines, and I'm sorry, was what this this prosecuting attorney that's speaking on behalf of the Republicans um, said, and I'm like, she
1: was acknowledging her pain,
0: yeah, and I go, oh, here we go, and according to some people I've listened to, they're like, no, she did a decent job, but she in the format, she just she didn't have time to do what she was trying to do, um, you know, because it wasn't a deposition or it wasn't a, a criminal. Um, trial and it, it not even, it wasn't even a deposition. It's, it's different what's going on. And then she had five minutes to speak, but then she'd get interrupted by a Democrat for five minutes and kind of derail her, kind of like her forward momentum. And then she'd come back and try to regroup. And it was like, it just didn't work. The format didn't work. Just having her do that, I didn't think worked. Some people said it does. It did. In my opinion, I thought it was just a bad idea.
1: You wanted them to mansplain to her?
0: I, yeah. I, I wanted them to say, fuck it. We're not, I'm, I'm tired of this capitulating to mental illness. So, and that's what I think liberalism is. So that's what I'm calling it. And when they, when they pull these kind of schemes and these, you know, um, victim, you know, victim parades and all that, and trying to say they all my patriarchy and mansplaining and all that, that makes me go, no, 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 you because it works because you got men in the, in the Senate that are supposed to do a fucking job at, at these hearings. And now you're telling them they can't do their job because of my feelings, fuck you I'm tired of it.
1: So you want women to suffer under male rule, is what you're saying?
0: No, I do not. Namaste. <laughs> what are your go thoughts on that? the prosecutor, I want to get what on the prosecutor. I'm, I'm get what, uh, on the prosecutor. Let's get a little back and forth here. I don't want to <laughs> just go on a rant.
1: Uh, <clears throat> well, I thought it was a good idea to have the female prosecutor. You question. would, yeah, cuck. No, because uh, according to Sun Tzu, when you're in a spot and when you're in a battle, you can't win. Don't fight it. Um, if it, this is just like when they said, uh, oh, it's just going to be a bunch of white men uh, questioning her. And then they said, yeah, we'll bring in this woman to question her then. And she was like, oh, well, no, the senators should have to ask her questions. It was all a setup. No matter what the, no matter what anybody, any man on that panel said, th- the Democrats were going to have something to say. About I know.
0: That's why. That's why you go fuck you. I don't care. I dictate the. Ter- I dictate dictate the terms of this, and this is what they are. We are in the majority. We are going by precedent. We're going by the rules of the Senate. This is how this confirmation hearing is going. We're doing it right. We're not. We're not capitulating to your fucking um, schemes.
1: Well, one thing I liked about it is the attorney got down to business. She didn't sit there and give these fucking speeches like they always do.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, other they, other, they other than other it. than feeling her pain,
1: Republicans and Democrats do it all the time. Whenever they have one of these things, regardless of what the issue is, any hearings they have, they they get five minutes. They drone on for three minutes, and then they and then their question is usually something like, "Emma,
0: right?" Yeah, statement.
1: And then they go on again. I mean, they well, might, that's
0: exactly what Cory. Booker. do you see Cory Booker?
1: No, because I can't stand yeah, it. I,
0: I could barely stand it. But he ended with, he. I uh, mean, Spartacus. Yeah, yeah. This Mister Spartacus moment. Um, he, uh, Kavanaugh wasn't having a lot of it. But Kavanaugh did. I thought kind of fumbled a couple instances too, where he could have directly answered something. I didn't. I personally didn't see why he couldn't directly answer certain things. There might be a trap that they were laying that he saw that I didn't. So I'll, I'll give you that. But in my opinion, it would have been better off like when they all brought up the FBI and you, know, you should involve the FBI. You should involve the FBI. He just didn't. He didn't seem prepared for that.
1: Yeah, but Grassley was. Grassley had. Yeah, the, no, no, that's true. No. Grassley had the Joe Biden quote. Yeah, Eddie.
0: yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. I think he he would have been prepared at least because they had a couple of breaks where somebody could have said, "Hey, this is what you need to say in response to that," and he never seemed to be like comfortable. With that question, and I'm like, if they say, "Don't you think the FBI should be involved?" They said we have plenty of time to have the FBI involved. This is a delay, delay tactic. Is all he should, all he had to say? See, I don't think he has to say that. I think you leave that up to the
1: senators. I think I think he did a good job. I mean, I give him a solid B plus, A minus. Outside of his uh, opening speech, which I thought was great. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, b-
0: before we continue with that thought, I was going to finish with Cory Booker. Um, so he talking about statements instead of questions. So at the very end, he he's he, uh, Kavanaugh was was kind of deflecting, and then Cory Booker was trying to interrupt because he's oh, I only get this much time and I'm gonna you know uh, I'm trying to get a so so the answer is this and whatever. And at the very end, he goes, I, I have a question. I want to get. So he finished his rambling statement, and then um who was it that was in charge of the hearing? Um, Grassley. Grassley goes. Okay, so did you have a question or just a statement? He goes, oh, "No, that was my statement." <laughs> Basically, at the end, he kind of admitted that that wasn't. I told him I was asking a question, but I just, I just said a statement. And then at the very end, when they said he couldn't figure out how to turn it into a question at the very end because he ran out of time, he's like, yeah. "Just a statement." <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry.
1: I mean, Cory Booker is a grandstanding jerk, and that's really what he is. Oh, no. he, and
0: he's so into into how he. Comes across, you can tell he's like, he's like, he's one of those guys that Googles himself daily, you know, to see is what people are saying about him. For something, yeah. I was gonna and, say, you can't really and hold well, And against any him. video of him. You sure, I'm sure he's going over, like, you know, and uh, and but he's so sincere, yeah. Oh, yeah, he comes out. It's his, as, it's,
1: it's, it's his sincerity that gets me, it's get me, gets but, me right in the field. Know,
0: Harris is even worse, so
1: you said in that because she's a woman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a nice podcast, folks. Thanks. No, um. I have found her to be super smug. I can't stand her. But the one I hate the most is Blumenthal. I mean, Blumenthal did his bullshit about, uh, yeah. Oh God. I can't even remember the questions he was asking. Oh, it was, uh, this comment in, um, which I thought Kavanaugh did a good job responding to this comment about in his senior year book, it said something about the Renata alumni. And he goes, can you, I can't imagine. Yeah. Shut your phone off.
0: Um, so, uh, we are at CTU headquarters. Maybe it's
1: Blumenthal calling because he heard us.
0: Hello, yeah. We're actually right in the middle of the podcast right now. You called during the podcast. No, they can just hear me responding to you like a jackass. I, I could put you on speakerphone if you like. Do you have something? To, do you have something important to say? Do you want to contribute to this podcast? Oh, 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 no, no, no! This is exactly what we're talking about. Let me put you on speakerphone. Uh, what's your What's your name? What's your code name? Yes, it's Sparrowhawk. Sparrowhawk. Okay, Sparrowhawk has something to say here. Oh, killer! Right. You're You're on a speaker now. Okay. Okay. So, you guys are talking about what went on with Lindsey Graham? as my hero? He's my hero.
1: It's pretty sad times when Lindsey Graham can I was
0: watching, I was watching Channel Eleven, which is no uh, no conservative channel by any means. And when they cut back from Lindsey Graham, they were they were shocked. They even made a reference to him like he was uh, uh, Braveheart. I mean, (laughs) On, on the horse out there running, making that speech. I was like, that is my guy right there. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, it was nice to see from a guy that I kind of like consider kind of squishy and wishy washy. So when you when you hear that kind of come, he's actually in the last few days has kind of been like that. But this was this was a pretty good moment for him. No, it was a very good moment for him. I don't I don't know anything about him because I don't follow politics as heavy as uh, Rooster and Crow do. But uh, uh, I like him now. I both the president for that guy. So
1: he has a serious history of being a pussy. <laughs>
0: he has a serious history of being a pussy but uh, yeah, well, did right? not today I <laughs> he, mean, if I, he if grew a pair I today day. i would not have guessed that at all that's yeah. for sure so. well thanks for calling in sparrow uh, maybe we'll have you on the show someday <laughs> Talk to <you>. all right <laughs> yeah i mean
1: lindsey uh lindsey graham really manned up but But before that, uh, so Blumenthal is talking about this Renata, somebody, a classmate of theirs. And um, excuse me. So uh, she says something about or Blumenthal says something about, hey, uh, you have this um, Renata alumni thing. That's a sexual reference, isn't he? Goes, no, it's not. I don't know if it is or not. He said it was just childish stuff. He said in high school and he goes, but look at what you're doing to her. Look at what you are doing to her. You're yeah, dragging, dragging her, her, name, her name into yeah. this. You're basically saying she was a slut in high school. You know, not words he used, but that's what he was saying. He's like, how
0: dare and, you? And it seemed to shut Blumenthal up. No, it didn't. It didn't? I No, because he goes so. on
1: and his time's running out and he goes, do you believe Anita Hill? Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I must have. I'm like, oh, you weird.
0: fucking jackass. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. What
1: the hell does Anita Hill have to do with this?
0: Yeah. Well, they, there was a lot of them that did that questioning, like, "Do you believe her? Do you think she's a liar?" That kind of questioning. And he and it, said,
1: "I think she believes what she's saying, which is what the polygraph says." Yeah. And look, before people start talking too much about polygraphs, they're inadmissible in court because they're so unreliable. They do not say if you're telling the truth or lying. They tell if you're good at telling a lie. Yeah.
0: They tell like, like consistency in your in your emotional responses. So it's 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 a it's a it's bunk. It's not It's not even a science. It's more, a, what is it, an art form to, to interpret.
1: <laughs> Let me say this, and I'm not going to get into why. I was present for two FBI-conducted polygraphs. And unless you're a damn good liar, um, you you could, it's hard to fake that. At the same time, they ask you a ton of questions. And the questions come from left field. I mean, it's stuff like, I mean, this isn't a great example, but, uh, is your name such and so? Yeah. Where are you born? This, your favorite color blue. These are things they find out ahead of time. And then they say, uh, have you ever raped a woman in a, you know, a college party or whatever? You're like, what, what? No, no. I You know? Yeah, so, they, I think
0: they can't try to catch you by surprise. Yeah, kind kind trying of get an to, elicit, elicit a, a quick emotional response that you're not aware you're going to do.
1: Because even a good liar yeah. can't.
0: And that's why they also, oh, that's another thing that they brought up about the polygraph. Um, she Ford said, yeah, she actually kind of broke down when she was talking about the polygraph. Yeah. And she said, the man stood behind her. Well, that's what they do because they don't yeah. want to give any cues as to what, how they're reacting to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very. Sta- I mean, everybody knows that has watched any kind of um, even cop shows um, knows that the polygraph um, uh, giver does not is not in view of the person taking the polygraph. So, but she also said something about, which was interesting, and Rush brought this up today, Russ Limbaugh said she, who, she, her, her words about the polygraph were, um, something along the lines of, um, they were, it was, uh, it was all over me. It was all over my body. Like, I don't know if she was talking about the wires or like just the whole thing. So she said something along those lines. I have to, I have to look up the quote again but it was basically the exact same phrasing she used when she was talking about being attacked by Kavanaugh and, and, and a judge. Hmm. Um, so, so in in essence, she was, uh, sexually assaulted by the polygraph test too.
1: Well, you know, I know you and I disagree on this. You think she's, uh, she's a put up liar by the democratic party and all that stuff. Don't
0: put words in my mouth. I'm
1: not, I'm taking the words you threw at me. And I,
0: I think the chance of the, I don't think for, um, I don't, that think it's a hundred percent certain that I that she's a liar. I think I I think her credibility is not one hundred percent there. I don't, Everybody says, well, she showed that she's got credibility. That I don't. That's not proven to me.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. So, my point is, in your most tin Alex Jones mind, that she is a person hand selected by the Democratic Party to throw this allegation out there, knowing that that alone could derail the whole Kavanaugh train. Um, even if that's true, it's not even important because what she showed today is that she really doesn't have credibility. And that's where I think this attorney did a good job of staying. And I know she was interrupted because, you know, a Democrat gets five minutes and then she gets five minutes and, um, but she stayed sort of on task and went after her. And the questions she started asking her were things like, um, are you aware that these people you've named are so you named them? Their testimony is 100% opposite of yours, and she's like, Yes, and she's kind of like, So, what do you have to say about that? And uh, and Ford is like, Well, let's take those one at a time. The one friend who's her best friend from high school, I may be mischaracterizing have a very close friends, uh, whose house the party was at, said, I don't know the guy, I to my recollection, I've never been at a party with them, let alone this party. And it wasn't at my house. And she goes, well, I know she's going through a lot of health problems right now. And that's, uh, she told me that she and, uh, her attorney have to focus on that right now. And then she said, uh, but she did ten, ten, send me a text message later to say, I'm really sorry. And I, I don't know why she didn't right then say, can we see that text message? You know? That would have been cool. And I have no doubt her friend sent her a text message she, to say, sorry. I'm probably
0: really sorry. I couldn't lie for you. N-
1: no, she probably sent her one to say, sorry, as in, sorry, you have to go through all this. You know, I think that she, uh, Dr. Ford may have been assaulted at some point in her life, but I don't think it was based on what I heard today. I don't think it was Brett Kavanaugh, and I don't think it was like she says it was. Now, do I think she made that up? No, she may actually believe it. I've had times in my life that I know my memory tells me something happened, and then I find out that it's just not true.
0: I've had it happen a couple of times, but not with something quite that important. No,
1: not that traumatic, but
0: but um, and they say, well, you, every every survivor of assault has a different way of coping and dealing with. It. Like, yeah, sure, but if you can't have a standard for for um, guilt and innocence and, and determining it, then then what is what is this? What are we at this point?
1: Yeah, exactly. You
0: know? So. Um, this whole it, it it has been a fiasco. I thought personally, like just big picture,
1: when it's all over, she's got no evidence.
0: Yeah, that's exactly the problem. And the
1: stuff she sort of implies as evidence: hey, there were three or four other people there. They went to those people under oath, by the way, and those people said nope.
0: And what you have the Democrats and the leftists and the Hollywood types doing is they're saying they're saying, well, this isn't a court of law. There, you don't you don't need that. It is a court of law uh well yes if
1: you lie under oath here you are subject to perjury and jail time this isn't a court of law like tv but it is a court of law but the u.s government let's
0: say it isn't let's say it's this hearing is not under oath let's let's say all the stuff before even the oath happened before the speaking under all the stuff leading up to this that's not under oath all the um, the leaks and the speculation and they believe it. It's, it's, they go, well, it's not, this isn't, this is a court of public opinion. And I'm like, yeah, but just because it's not law doesn't mean we don't want to live by those standards. It's just like saying that the freedom of speech, um, is, well, it's the government can't take your freedom of speech. B- businesses can and, and, and anybody out in the street. And it's like, y- 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 that's not, that's not the spirit of it. We're ta- We're not talking about specifically just the law itself. We're talking about the spirit of it. And the spirit for society to not function that way, it'll break down.
1: Well, and there's, there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of hypocrisy here about people who say this isn't a court of law, but then those same people will say, you have to, you have to listen to her and you have to talk about this because it's an appointment to the highest court of the land for a lifetime. So it's a legal proceeding or it's not, it involves legalities in the constitution or it doesn't. And the problem is they're trying to use all of this stuff to slide past every single argument that they can come up with, and it's just not
0: working. And at the end of the day, what it, what this whole fiasco came down to is them trying to um, delay the process until the midterms because they believe that blue wave is coming and that they'll be able to stop it for good.
1: No, no, no. They just, they just want one week yeah. for an FBI investigation but
0: it was so craven and so blatant that if you don't see that then you are delusional
1: that's misogynistic hate speech
0: mm-hmm. yeah you're not gonna get me going
1: I could if I wanted to I suppose you could yeah
0: but uh, so so that that I, I overall did it did it did it did it sway anybody from one side or the other no not at the far left or right. Um,
1: the only ones that matter are like Flake, Murkowski, um, Collins.
0: Yeah, and after what Lindsey Graham said, it's like if you if you don't vote for this, you're you're playing into their hands. You're doing exactly what they want.
1: The problem is Flake is a Trump hater who's leaving. You know, so is Corker in Tennessee, but Corker I don't think is gonna.
0: But these two guys, if they see that they if they don't like what happened to to Kavanaugh, if they see this as what it is, the smear it is, they can't in good conscience vote against appointing him so
1: I think and this is where you know I think I mentioned this before Ben Shapiro said he thinks it's the 40% 20% on either side who pay attention to politics who matter he says to change his mind maybe it's a 60% in the middle I my opinion is the Democrats did a lot today to lose people in the middle I hope so whether or not you agree with Kavanaugh that was a shit show that was a mess that was character assassination. That's what they were doing. Nobody went after Dr. Ford like they said. They no, did. it was
0: all kids' gloves the whole way. It was
1: all kid gloves. I mean, Chuck Grassley was like, you need to take a break, take a break. You know, you need you need to do whatever, you just tell us and we'll stop. And some people see that, like you, I think, as, you know, uh, cucking out to her and everything. I view it as very strategic and saying, we're going to eliminate every argument you have to say. We bullied you or we, you know, mansplained you or rolled over the top of you. It's like, no, this is all on your terms. Try it. And you still looked ridiculous. You still looked not See, here's terrible. the thing.
0: I don't think she didn't come off bad. I don't think the Democrats came off as bad as you think, as you seem to think. I think there was a lot of times where um, Kavanaugh did not come across very well. I mean, his opening statement was fantastic.
1: No, but I think, you know, like Blumenthal's questioning when Kavanaugh came back with, look at what you're doing to this woman.
0: Yeah, that was that was a good little That was great. Yeah. And when
1: he threw in the Anita Hill thing.
0: But that was just a bit. Yeah, like but it a, doesn't matter. Small, but okay. I
1: think a lot of moderate people say, oh, that's just not good. Cut it out.
0: Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people in the middle are going to see Kavanaugh um, being very uncomfortable, squirming, not directly answering um, direct questions and going, what's he trying to hide?
1: Well, and there was a line of questioning. And he did that
0: a lot, I thought in my in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I I didn't think so, but He, didn't, he
0: like I said, I said to you this uh, this to you earlier. I know he's a smart guy. I know he's very smart. I don't think he's really quick. I don't think he's got a quick wit or whatever. I think he's got to, he's got to ponder things to come up. He can't just on the spur of the moment come up with something clever or or quick-witted. He's not well, that type of guy. I don't know about clever.
1: I mean, I think he's quick, but I also think you can be, he's, you can be clever he's over cautious. I
0: think he. I think he, and if he has time to think and he'll write, he'll come up with something very good. Just like his opening statement, he kinda had he was able to think about it for a bit. But just off the top of his head, just answering questions, he came across to me as kind of like not quite up to par.
1: See, I I disagree. It struck me in watching him I mean, I don't know the guy, but it seemed to me that He's pretty quick and comes up with stuff, but it's almost like you can see him going, "What's the best way to say this? I don't want to. I don't want to say it wrong.
0: Well, That's wanna- quite the nuance there, because it, it all comes down to how he how he actually speaks. Then, look if you think he's, his gears are grinding because he's trying not to second guess himself and he's got he's doing four dimensional chess in his head before he speaks. You can say that, but it doesn't come across that way. It comes across as he's stumbling over what he's saying because he can't well, quite you, get it together.
1: to me, it seems like he's taking his time.
0: Yeah, but I only matter.
1: Hmm. Not you. Okay. Glad you mansplained that to me. <laughs> it's pretty good for a intersexual black lesbian. Uh, Yeah,
0: intersectional? Yeah. No, I mean, I don't call myself intersectional. That's just a You get just it. did earlier. Just, yeah, no, that's... I'm not intersectional. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I'm starting to confuse myself <laughs> with all this nonsense. I mean, with all this um, What is your intersectionality.
1: <laughs> it is your mental illness coming out. Yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I shouldn't bully you. Yeah.
0: You, you don't, don't point out inconsistencies with what I have to say. Yeah. That, uh, that's you um, bullying me and uh, mansplaining and manspreading. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: uh I do have to uh appreciate my privilege and my uh racist, sexist, bigoted homopho- homophobic whatever
0: <laughs> Oh that was smooth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> can't well I'm still coming to grips with it.
0: Homophobery? Yeah. And so uh
1: <laughs> all I have to say in response to that is fuck you. Oh.
0: No. Touche. So uh the
1: only the only thing I'll say to finish this up is um the there was a point where the uh, Republican lawyer was doing, and she's a Maricopa County um, in Arizona, uh, sex crimes yeah. prosecutor. So it was it was interesting to have her, uh, you know, almost in a defense role. But she got on this line of questioning with Ford that they were not ready for, in my mind, based on the answers. And what she said was, um, she's going through the timeline with her and you could almost hear Ford sort of going, okay, I know where this is going. And then she says, uh, and uh, the attorney you have, how'd you pick that attorney? You know, so I'm paraphrasing here. And she goes, was that attorney that was suggested to you by the ranking member? Cause it was, you know? Yeah. And I've often heard lawyers say, never ask a question. You don't already know the answer to. And it's, later in my life that I've come to appreciate that and understand that they're not, they're not asking you to find stuff out and go, aha, Perry Mason, like they're trying to herd you to a spot that they're trying to get you to. And they're going to ask you the questions that they know lead you to the conclusion they want to get to. And through this whole thing, it totally made her look like, well, they asked her, they said, did you, did you contact any Republicans about this thing did you contact any law enforcement she's like no well my congressman is a woman or uh, is that sorry i misspoke is a democrat and my senator's a democrat and they're like but you didn't go to anybody else you didn't want to you know it just made her look bad and then they said so you took a polygraph you got a lawyer where'd you where'd you get that lawyer who arranged for the polygraph
0: yeah who paid for it
1: yeah who paid for it what and she's like, well, I don't know about it. who paid for it.
0: And her lawyers kept covering up the microphone. Yeah. Because they got, you know, they wanted to get their story straight with her.
1: Well, she said at one point, they said, um, so did your lawyer tell you to take a polygraph? And the lawyer jumps in. And he goes, Oh, well, that's attorney-client privilege. And Chuck Grassley goes, is there a way she can answer this question that doesn't give up a conversation between the two of you? And then Ford would just answer it. She'd be like, well, yeah, they told me that's who I should have to take the polygraph. Yeah. You know, why are you taking a polygraph? My lawyer told me to. Well, Sorry.
0: we were going uh, to, there's a little, ar- not a, like a blurb in the local paper here that is related to what we're talking about okay. with the, with the. well, it was, but we moved on to something else, but about the um, the arrogance and, and how they come across, how the Democrats are coming across, and, and the local liberal. You say arrogance, I say righteous execution. This is the Minneapolis City Pages, which is a bastion of uh, liberal... Idiocy. Um, you
1: mean righteousness.
0: But in this little section called the shortlist, they have these little little blurb blurbs, and one is, uh, the headline is fake news. Conservatives may have gotten too good at convincing the flock that any news they don't like is fake. The latest polling indicates Americans favor Democrats by double-digit margins. Yet internal GOP surveys show that many Republicans don't believe this. It doesn't fit with their world view. And they've been trained to believe that polls are a liberal conspiracy. This has left party insiders fretting that because conservatives are convinced of their own popularity, there's less incentive to vote. Who knew there might be a downside to living in a parallel universe? I mean, talk about who's living in a parallel universe here. Their confidence plus their arrogance. Uh, the, the, the The willful ignorance. That they're trying to project onto the right is is exactly what they're doing. They they think they think this blue wave is coming. Um, this dismissive statements like this. They think do they honestly think that that we're we're so full of ourselves and we're so so righteous and we just think they um, the the majority is is the the, the silent majority is going to go out and vote. No, we're worried. We were worried before Trump was elected. That's why we went out and voted.
1: I wouldn't even say we were worried before Trump was uh, uh, elected. I think we were resigned
0: to it. I was, yeah, resigned to the loss is what I was. Well,
1: I remember, and this is, seriously, this is how this went. Crow and I were talking on election night, uh, you know, during the day, and you said, I'm just going to go home, shutting the TV off because I can't fucking take it. I know where this is going. up with a good book. And I'm just going to... Light a candle. (laughs) I'm just going to (laughs) pretend that it's not happening and I'll wake up in the morning and deal with it. Yep. And about 8.45 at night, I didn't want to want to watch it. My wife turns it on and they're like, shit, Trump might win Florida. (laughs) And I start watching for about 15 minutes. I'm like, he might fucking win. (laughs) So I call Crow up and I'm like, are you watching this? And you're like, no, I can't take, it. I'm like, dude, you need to turn this on. <laughs> Trump might win this. And you were like, fuck you. You're punking me basically. Yep. And I said, turn it on. And at about nine thirty, we talked again. You're like, holy shit. And I'm like, I know, holy shit.
0: <laughs> but this, this kind of thing that they're putting in there in that, um, city pages, it's just, uh, it's almost like, it's almost like they're, it's, it's a, it's a thing that the left does. It's that projection thing. This is the uh
1: this is the political speak version of looking in the mirror and saying I'm pretty and I have value. Yeah. I'm worth something. They're they're saying stuff to just reinforce something they may not necessarily believe. So let me sum up really what this article says.
0: Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, Nothing. it's all nonsense. Yeah. It's just garbage. And now I'm not going to say that they're that they're that the Democrats can't pick up seats. I think, and they're saying, well, just because the polling was off for uh, Trump doesn't mean polling is always going to be off from now on. I'm like, yeah, but the polling, the methods of polling have not changed. They're still the same methods of polling that they used um, before. And we're in a different era, information era, and it's not working anymore, the polling.
1: Well, I saw um, Scott Rasmussen from Rasmussen polling or whatever that, I mean,
0: it's... One of the big three. Yeah. yeah.
1: Stem and Pew and can't remember the other one, but, um, he said, you know, political gravity eventually takes over. In other words, like with Ted Cruz, you know, this Beto, whoever he is, that's challenging Cruz was showing really well. He goes, but in the end it's Texas and it's unlikely the Democrats going to win that. And so he said, we're looking at this and saying, yeah, there's going to be, um, there's gonna, the Democrats are probably going to take the house back. Probably not the Senate he goes it's pretty unlikely it's it's as un- it's as likely that they will uh not take the Senate as it is they will win the House of Representatives, but his point was this happens in every midterm. The president who's got you know the power loses it. It's sort of self regulating in that way, regardless I think even if the Democrats and it looks like they will. Pick up a bunch of seats and maybe take the house. There's no blue wave coming. There's no sweeping all no, the don't, don't The
0: problem is they don't need a blue wave. If they get the house, they, I mean, getting the house means that uh, Maxine Waters is going to get into a position where she can fuck shit up. She, she's going to start doing this. She's
1: already in a position to fuck shit up. She,
0: but she can do subpoenas. She can do she'll get all kinds of power she doesn't have right now. Being in with the majority, you know, in, in the house, and I think that, that it's going to be a, a it's going to be nothing but obstruction, and it's going to be really frustrating because, I mean, it's slow going as it is, Trump trying to get things turned around and changed. I can imagine once once the, the House is taken over by the Democrats, it's going to be fucking teeth grating. I don't
1: worry about what they can do. I worry about what they can undo,
0: yeah.
1: like the task, tax cuts. I, I don't.
0: What they can stop from being done. That's what bothers me.
1: Well, being a libertarian at heart, I don't necessarily see government, not getting stuff done as a bad thing. So gridlock, I, I don't mind so much, but I have heard a lot of pundits saying, even on the Democrat side, if the, if, there are, if the Democrats take the house and they obstruct Trump and Trump is popular, uh, that serves Trump well in the 2020 election. So who knows?
0: well i'm 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 pessimistic just like I was before a Trump and Clinton election um about this, and so hopefully that'll the 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 luck will continue and and I'll wake up the next morning and the house will not have shifted <laughs> well look that would be nice I I'm not counting on it that's for sure
1: I don't think if thecon barring some big economic collapse sorry bill Maher. uh I don't and the fact that the Democrats don't seem to have someone to run against Trump. I don't see Trump losing the next presidential election. I certainly could be wrong on politics. I've been wrong many times, but if he doesn't, we're talking Ruth Bader Ginsburg better live to be 92. Cause otherwise he's going to get another one in there.
0: Yeah. And this one's going to be, that's gonna. gonna I be think that he's, female that's cons- more conservative, that
1: pro-life Catholic from the Chicago area. I yeah. think she is. And
0: the, oh, the, the 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 left, the Dems are gonna be outraged. But they
1: can't because she's a woman.
0: Oh, they'll find a way. They can try. Doesn't matter if you're if the wrong if they're wrong thinking women. So
1: yeah, but at least they'll be replacing uh, Ginsburg with a woman. Yeah, you know.
0: But in woman in name only. <laughs> they're they're not women why no they're not women like this woman on the cover of uh, minnesota women's press (laughs) we'll get to that another time (laughs) i just wanted to point that out she's not a real woman like that's a real woman
1: okay it's uh Mm -hmm. it's lucite brick time here all right crow if you uh (laughs) if you had to quit your job to chase a dream what would it be
0: i'd probably run a a company that i don't know
1: yeah, nobody believes you run the company. Yeah,
0: that's that's why I had to stop right there. I was like, really? Run the company? Pishaw. Uh Yeah, I have no good answer for that one.
1: I think your dream would be to run a company that sells like uh, like that freeze-dried food to people. You know, like the...
0: Astronaut ice cream?
1: No, the doomsday packs.
0: Oh, And yeah. you would
1: send it to them in this package that had a geolocator in it. So when the apocalypse came, you could go there and kill them and take their stuff.
0: Uh, I would never. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> never. What about you?
1: Uh, my job is a dream. There we go. Every day. Yeah. Every day is a party. All right.
0: Next. Are you old school or new school? I would. Cons- I think I'm old school. I, I don't see any reason why I would be any part of me that's new school. Yeah. Even saying that. Makes me old school. I think.
1: Well, you cut the cable. You're watching uh, only. Uh, that's,
0: that's true, but that's not you only. and the millennials. I'm not a. I, I, I'm not hip. I'm down with the. Actually, I am down with the lingo. I think I probably know more of the lingo than a lot of the people my age.
1: Yeah, and every <laughs> once in a while, you grow that shitty hipster beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Skinny jeans and hipster beard, sure.
0: But that's that's <laughs> that's yesterday. That's that's not new and hip. That's old news.
1: Okay. When you start rolling your pant legs up and wearing rock ports, I'll. Uh, Okay. Is that what the kids are wearing these days? I don't know.
0: Don't so, know. I don't want to know. I'm old school. I
1: mean, just because I don't do anything new.
0: Yeah.
1: I get new phones even. It's like, I know how the old one works. <laughs> I'm, already a, I'm already acting like a grandpa. I told someone today, I said, I got to stop saying, oh, something makes me feel old. It's like, I got to say older now. <laughs> and I got to be like, yeah, it makes me feel older. Yeah. So, all huh. right. I want to talk about this Michael Avenatti four uh, chan trolling.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Did you? So you and I talked about this story a couple days ago. Did you hear about the whole thing? So well, I looked I, into it.
0: I heard. Okay, because I just the recent update I thought was that it was it was BS that he actually wasn't trolled. That it turns out that he did have somebody that came forward that wasn't part of four chan. That I, had,
1: I know, but this the whole thing. Is okay, just, that's so all I know. Somebody put on four chan. They said uh, something like, "Imagine the scenario." My stripper girlfriend calls and says, "Hey, i know um I know uh someone who or I had this whole thing happen with Kavanaugh. He attacked me and uh and he says, "Hey, we got to get you on like the news. we got to get you on there with Poppy Harlow on c n n and she's like oh i I don't know, I don't know if I can't and they're calling from burner phones and stuff and she says, "Oh well, here you can call this person so this is like the guy posting it saying." My girlfriend calls him and says this, and it was all like, "What if? what if my girlfriend calls him and says this, and then he calls she says, "Call this person, me, to uh corroborate the story he does i do he calls the girlfriend back again and again and again she's like i don't know, you know uh i can't miss work and all this stuff, and he's like i I'll, I'll give you twenty thousand bucks and she's like mm, i don't know I'm going to lose my job, twenty thousand is not now okay, make it 75000 <laughs> thousand." Um and it keeps going back and forth. We're going to get you on with Poppy Harlow, but you don't get any money until the deal with CNN is signed blah blah blah. And uh they said at one point the girlfriend goes, "I'm freaking out about this." And they go, "Okay, cool." They break their burner phones. And he says and Evanati's uh Twitter page goes private. And it did. I mean, it did. Yeah. The next morning. But then Evanati was coming back going, fortran better stop all this bullshit you know kind of stuff or i'll shut that fucker down kind of thing i'm adding in the profanity yeah but he was totally going i'm gonna i'm gonna you know own this whole thing i'm gonna tear these guys up and blah 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 and so people were just going oh god please let it be true and larry correa was like this would be the most burn notice thing ever <laughs>
0: <laughs> well do we explain who uh evan Addy is? he was the stormy, stormy daniels, daniels lawyer, lawyer yeah the the creepy porn lawyer according to uh Hannity.
1: Yeah. It's a CPL. I love it
0: when they, when they have him on Hannity. They had him on Hannity's show to debate. And as they, as they had him on, they had the, the, the little scroll or the little wording underneath that said creepy porn lawyer underneath <laughs> It did? It's, yeah. It was, it was a show. Oh, he fucked with him so bad. It was really funny. Wasn't he? And then he would say, Avenatti's a creepy porn lawyer. <laughs> 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 the whole wording underneath
1: is, you know, the frame of him. Well, he was on uh, Tucker Carlson show going, like, George Porn, when was the last time you saw porn? Come on, you've seen porn. I'm like, what's the point of what you're saying? Yeah. Look, there's two kinds of people in the world. People who look at porn and and people who lie. lie
0: about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, especially men. But here's the thing. You can watch porn and realize that it's bad for society. <laughs> it's not a good thing.
1: Yeah, well, lots of things are, but we do them anyway. Um, so anyway, he did come out with this uh, woman who says, Oh, yeah, I was at, um, I was at uh, 10 parties that Kavanaugh was part of these rape chains. And they said, So... You were at one of these parties where you actually got raped, but you went to like nine more of them. What? You never called the cops. You never. You never thought of saying, "Hey, girls, get out of here. You're going to get raped." Did, in here.
0: Was this the one where they were talking about where if the they did the math and they said she would have to be like twenty something years old going to high school parties?
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. That but, was one of it. Yeah. But anyway, they went through that whole thing, and then this. No, I think that was a different one. Okay. Um, I think that was the. Uh, Uh, maybe, uh, I can't remember. No, because the
0: second, the second accuser was a college.
1: Yeah. So this woman, anyway, apparently her ex-husband gets a hold of the news and says, do not listen to her. She's crazy. And I mean, you expect an ex-husband to say something like this. He goes, but she stalked me. She threatened to kill herself or something. It was something like that. I don't know if it was threatened to kill herself, but he said, even after I got remarried and had a kid, he's like. Don't listen to a word she says. And she named some people too, like five or six people who'd been at these parties. And i like, I don't have a fucking clue what she's talking about. So it was another one of these. And she sounds like someone who was totally like an attention whore. And yes, I said whore. Um, and uh, Evan Evanatti is throwing it out there. And he's like, he told, uh, he says, I'm warning president Trump, all you Republicans. If you come after her, we're coming back at you twofold. It's like, dude you have
0: yeah he thinks he's the star of his own show
1: well it's he is the star same. of his own show but the problem is he's got about three viewers
0: <laughs> there we go
1: so there's yeah. more people who listen to this podcast than watch his tv show <laughs> so because it's happening in his head so
0: how are we for time uh i running up on an hour here almost
1: all right well let's uh let's call it and let's get to your uh your favorite articles here in the next one
0: all righty all right uh, if you need to contact us it's rooster at bread and circuses or crow at bread and circuses eventually uh rooster is going to get him on get himself on twitter but he's old school takes him a while to figure this stuff out
1: well you know sticks now is saying that uh you should be on gab
0: yeah not not
1: twitter because uh, and sticks
0: hexenhammer 666 knows all
1: like, yeah ask him
0: he'll tell you <laughs> he'll tell you he's got he's got a he's got an answer for everything yeah no i like the guy
1: and uh we don't have an answer for everything because we're out of time see you bye